Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello, how are you going? Not bad, how are you? I'm very, very hungry. <laughs> I just ate. What Lucky did you me. have? Uh, Adrian made me a, what we like to call a egg and bacon McMuffin, mm-hmm. not from McDonald's and not on a gluten muffin, on a gluten-free no. muffin. Yeah, so a Strider, Strider English muffin, bacon and a fried egg. Well, in an egg ring is the, the egg has to be fried within the egg ring, which is yes. what makes it an egg and bacon muffin, but yes. yeah. I also feel like all at-home English muffins are not good because you always chuck on like a slice of cheddar and it's not the same. I feel That's like you exactly need, what happened. I yes, mean, it's need, not the same. You need American cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're very true. It's too – the cheddar is too pungent. Yes, but like pungent and mild at the same time. You need the weird like sharp plasticiness of an American cheese. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Oh, yum. I could do that. Mm, do I it. the biggest cravings. So you know the fruit farm near me? The yes, fruit place? The watermelon. Yeah. They have a cafe, which is like, as you'd expect, kind Dang. of cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but – Max came over yesterday. Max is my nephew, everyone. He lives next door at my front door and said, Lisa, you've got to try this because Kirsty had obviously been like, go take this over. And he <laughs> That's had so cute. fried chicken, like little popcorn-y bits of fried chicken, and then this roast potato. You know how you can buy like roast potatoes from a chicken shop? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. And it was the saltiest, savouriest potato that I took a bite of. And the fried chicken was so good. And it's directly opposite the park. So I think I'm going to go for a massive walk with the dog today and then get fried chicken after. Do it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm sad that I don't get to partake. I assume it's not gluten-free fried chicken. I assume probably, which is so annoying because – It can be gluten-free so so easily. Yeah. But then they probably don't claim it because obviously for us, if it's cooked in oil that's previously been used by gluten, like we don't care. We're not celiac. But – they wouldn't claim that anyway because they'd be sharing a fryer. Anyway, this is absolutely I've, – I've lost it. Um, speaking of losing it, I did have a rogue question to start this off. Okay. Are and then ready? I have something to follow up from Beauty News last episode. But, yes, go. Yep. If you had to compete in an Olympic sport – I mean, Ooh. we're all loving the Olympics – what sport would you pick? Okay. So I've asked this question about 30 to 30 people this week. It's my yeah. go-to question at the moment. Now, my answer has changed a lot. I've my, made an elaborate list too. Yeah. My first and immediate thought was I would be – okay, so the way that I like to frame this in my mind is that I don't have to do the training. I'm naturally gifted at this sport and there is no negative repercussions of me having to participate in the sport because my first instinct is to say I'd like to do a 50-metre swim because it's over in like under five seconds. And that's like to be in the Olympics and do a sport that's five. Is it five? Yes, yes, that's that's over in like that short amount of time. Phenomenal. 50 metre swim, five seconds, done. Wow. But then everyone was like, oh, yeah, but to be a swimmer, you have to train like five times a week and you have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. And so everyone's come for me for that response. Yeah, shitty. you'd have shitty hair because it's so chlorine-y. Absolutely. You can't, not that there's anything wrong with it, but those shoulders are with you for life. <laughs> Yep. You know, always have to be worried about how your brass is looking, et cetera, et cetera. Oh my God. Well, not that that's an issue with the IPL machine that you've bought. So kind of on your way there anyway. <laughs> I'm ready to be a swimmer. Yeah. Then for fun's sake, I would really like to do skating. I'd like to be a skater and I'd like to do the bowl 
the a straight or no bowl is the yep yeah because that would be fun I think the skaters have a really nice vibe about them they've got good camaraderie they like to hug each other they're very supportive yep like an intercontinental vibe yes and yep. I love it and then watching the speed climbing last night fuck me to be a spider woman like they are that's what I would pick I think is my favorite and you know what's a dumb sport steeplechase <laughs> Is that what you're going to say is the one you'd pick? (laughs) We're such different people. No, so here's my approach. My approach is a little different to yours. It's not like (laughs) what would be fun. It's like if I had to go to the Olympics, literally, what would I place best in as me, okay? Like as me. I can't participate with that frame of mind because I absolutely could not ever be in the Olympics for anything. So, okay, you go with your glory. Yep. So at first my thought was, and this is where the steeplechase comes in, um, first I thought hockey. Yeah. Because played it as a child yeah, and both my mum and dad were like top grade hockey players. So I'm like genetics will get me through. And then I thought, but Lisa, you actually played that mm. and you were never like uh. the top. So like surely that one is almost confirmed that you're not. Although I uh-huh. just hated it. Maybe if I tried, I'd be good, you know? Maybe. So I ruled out hockey. Then I was like, no, I'm going to go something real fucked up like the modern pentathlon or heptathlon because yep. like no one does that. Then I looked at the events and I was like, okay, no. <laughs> Fencing. Yeah, I know. Like fencing and running and long jump or something like really really rogue and javelin Mm. no my Mm. mum actually I think used to do heptathlons also I feel weird about the fact that they're all moderate that's the one benefit of a pentathlon is that you're moderately good at everything but not like good enough to be a specialist (laughs) you know you're you're like a GP rather than like yeah being a specialist I feel like is my vibe at everything in life not bad at anything I give a crack at but literally never good at anything yeah so I was like, that could be my vibe, but the fencing really put me off. I was like overwhelmed at even the concept. Mm-hmm. So then I was thinking 20 kilometer walk. I mean, oh, I've they, got, they're I've so quick. Yeah, yeah you okay. do. You do have endurance. The one thing I actually have probably more than a regular person is endurance. So then I'm thinking, okay, a 5k or a 10k run. No, they run it in literally double the speed. I and know. Also, 13 kilometers an hour or something fucked Last night, I couldn't believe it. Yes, my my like top speed is like eleven kilometers an hour, which is still amazing. I was like, mine's like seven, <laughs> but like I'm not gonna get it, and I'm gonna be the one that they're hanging around for, which is awkward. And yeah. also, I couldn't do any of the sprints because I'm not kidding when I say I run ten k and a hundred meters at the same pace. Yeah, I have no speed. I just have a, endurance. Pl- a plodding yeah. endurance. Yeah, which left me at three thousand meters, so a three <laughs> kilometer steeplechase because. It's long enough that you don't have to sprint it, yep. but it's short enough that I could still keep up pace. Like my three kilometers speed is faster than my 5K speed because, you know, I've still got some. Also, it's relatively flat. So I'm like, maybe I could be faster than I normally would be. And also the fact that you have to like jump shit and like run in the water. I think it's just like a weird sport that no one trains for, which I think I can get in that niche. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I find it strange that they're jumping like, Horse things. It's so weird. I think my mum also used to do steeplechase. She's a very athletic woman. Wow. Um, but can we discuss that you would have to run 3,000 metres with soggy shoes? 
Oh, I never even thought about that. Wait, is the water stuff's at the end, isn't it? Or is it the whole way through? I think I think they do multiple laps and there's multiple right. water jumps. I think there's five or eight or something. So it would have to be at least for some of the race you're running with soggy shoes, which I really don't appreciate. Yeah, that's a bit gross. You'd have to wear like those like coral ocean shoes that have like the <laughs> holes inside. So that you... <laughs> I don't know. Or yeah. you'd start with wet feet so that you never feel gross once your feet get wet. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, gross. Anyway, that's my conclusion. So you're going to be a skater and I'm going to do steeplechase. No, I think I'm going to be a speed climber. Oh, well, okay. For some reason I feel like you'd be better at skating. Because I have no athleticism. I understand. That's <laughs> fine. Right. Follow up with your beauty news and then we'll move on to the trial. My beauty news is that apparently how we spoke about the Hut Group, THG, taking over cult beauty, mm. it is predicted that they're going to become the far-fetch of beauty, the biggest online beauty retailer globally to take on Sephora, Ulta, Amazon as like the marketplace leader for beauty. And I am here for it. So when you say the far-fetch of beauty, are they going to do the same kind of thing where it's like you can buy it and they send it from wherever? Do you know what I mean? Uh, yes, it will be a marketplace. I think so. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Very good. Which I is interesting that. as well because I think that's the route that the iconic is trying to go down in Australia because they have the marketplace model already and now they're branching into beauty. So I think that they're probably going to get pipped by Colt Beauty, which is totally fine. And also, whilst we're talking about Colt Beauty, ordered the hair moisturizer from Byredo. What's it mm-hmm. called? The leaving conditioner. conditioning cream. That. I'm a beauty influencer. I ordered a hair moisturizer. <laughs> and I also got the Vive bronzer. Yeah. Because I thought, why not? It'll be fun to try and it made me get free shipping. <laughs> yeah. So it was basically free. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> it is in my mind. Yep. Shall we talk about our product trial? We should. This week we tried the NARS Radiant Creamy Color Corrector in the shade Light. It's a $43 color corrector. How many times am I going to say that? With a natural finish and long wear that helps to reduce the appearance of redness, dark spots, under eye circles, and hyperpigmentation, they claim. Uh, It's also a lightweight formula that dries down quickly and feels weightless for untraceable color correction that won't alter the shade of your foundation or concealer. Available in four shades. So I feel like you have more experience in the color correcting realm, given that you're a professional makeup artist. Yeah, and I also, I mean, we've chatted about this a lot, but I always talk about needing a pink concealer for under my eyes. Like, I have a lot of discoloration under my eye. Hmm. Not a lot, but like. Sorry, my eyes aren't that discolored, but my eyebrows cause a shadow (laughs) on my under eye area that makes me discolored. It's a weird situation. I'm not like one of those people with genetic, like, bluey eyes, but but there's also a situation under there. Yeah. So, yes, we always fight about the fact that you buy yellow concealer and that that would turn my under eyes green and that I wear a pink concealer and that that would make your face look pink. Ridiculous, yeah. Um. Also, I was really interested in these, firstly, because if I'm using a corrector on someone, it's generally I'm using NARS Biscuit, NARS Honey, NARS Ginger. Like, they do really nice pinky peachy shades in their original concealers anyway, mm. and I use those as a corrector and have sold them as a corrector. Yeah, trillion years. So that yep. was a first exciting thing anyway. Um, I will say that when you read out those claims to me, obviously I didn't like read the box or look on the website. Mm. I feel like they're pretty spot on. Natural finish, the fact that they said it doesn't affect the, like, the shade of your foundation. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That was mm-hmm. one of the things I noted, and you noted when I wore it as well, mm. is that it's absolutely correcty enough to correct, but it's not so strong and so pigmented like a bunch of the correctors circa like 2014, 2015, mm. where it was like, remember those like LA girl ones where it's like your under eye is then red and yeah. then you need a full coverage concealer yes. to correct that. In my mind, a corrector should correct. So you should almost be able to wear a corrector on its own because the pink tone of that is counteracting the bluey green tone under your eye and it's just creating neutral. It Balance. shouldn't mm. be making your under eyes pink. Yep. And that was my first thought. I also think the packaging is is unique. It looks like when you look at it in photos that it's sort of just like one of those painty lip gloss ones, mm. but it's actually very small, which is great because it deliberately stops you applying too much product you can literally do one dot and the formula is I expected it basically to be like a NARS radiant creamy concealer but in a stronger shade so it's absolutely not it's way less dry and it's way more spreadable it's much much thinner and much more lightweight I would say on on the skin than the creamy correctors uh, creamy concealers are Exactly. I wanted mm. to say it's more slippy, but that gives it the illusion that it has like a silicony feel and it absolutely mm-hmm. doesn't. It's just like literally more spreadable. It's yep. like when they put olive oil in the butters. Sure. Yeah. Yep. yep. I didn't know they did that, but yeah, it's I love like it. Western star spreadable. Yep. Um. So yeah, definitely a little bit goes a long way with them. I thought the tone of this one was good. Mm-hmm. I think they could still even expand the range. I do think the claim about reducing redness is interesting because this one is pink so I don't know about it on redness they don't do like a yellowy green one however I do know with their honey shade it's weirdly miraculous and you can kind of put it on any kind of discoloration and it works so perhaps it actually does work who knows maybe I find it interesting that you say that the color is pink because I personally found it to be quite peachy well yeah yeah you're right I'm just calling it pink because it's like obviously not skin tone but yeah no. I think peach is probably a better tone in saying that, if I use a peach corrected that leans peach, as in it's called peach, but it's like kind of more orangey, yellowy, mm. it doesn't work for me. I need a pinker peach. And I think that this is a pinker peach. Like it is kind of half pink, half orange. Yeah, that's fair. Interestingly on you, when you put it on your face, I noticed that it did blend literally perfectly into your face. Like, Yeah, the- I didn't need concealer over the top of it. I you really didn't. And for me, I didn't find that was the case at all. And that probably means it's not quite the right shade for me. And I also think maybe it's a bit dark. I don't know because you're fair too. So 
Yeah, I know what you mean because even though I didn't have to use a concealer over it, it definitely did by a tiny smidge darken my under eye. Not that I ever use any form of brightening under my eye because I don't like a brighter look, but it did like dull it down one notch. Yes. I think also, I don't know if necessarily you have enough discoloration to require a corrector, which is why it's obviously turning you pink because it's obviously the pink is the overriding color because you don't have enough blue or purple or green to like balance it out. Yes. Because you're, I think that your under eye darkness is sort of only there because it's like you're translucent so you can see like do you know what I mean you can see your veins and stuff it's not necessarily like you've got actual darkness pigment there yeah the only place I could use it and found that it to have that like correcting effect for me is like literally right in the very corner of my under Mm -hmm. eyes but also like up into the upper part of the inner corner if that makes sense that's like that real inner socket bit Yes, that's the bit where I get particularly dark and I've noticed it a lot more recently than it used to be. So I'm obviously getting more translucent and my skin is getting crepier with age, which is totally fine. Um, But I would say that what I really liked about the product, whilst it wasn't the perfect colour on its own, it layered beautifully under concealer for me and really did give me a very bright under eye. Adrian noticed it. He was like, why do you look so nice today? And I was like, ah, extra concealing under the under eye so it's obviously making me look a little bit fresher Mm. and the consistency of it is so interesting because it's so light that you would think that it would get blended away when you put a concealer on top but it doesn't no it plays well with others doesn't it (laughs) I also feel like that color I've got a little kind of purpley mark from a pimple that I repeatedly keep picking Mm. and I think that that would be great to dot on and where it does say obviously for hyperpigmentation and stuff I think that tone is actually great people often would go oh I've got a pimple I need to put green on it but it's like no Mm. girl your pimple's like ready purple you actually need to put peach on it and so yes. I think that would be great for like the old leftover scabs particularly because yep. it's so lightweight it's not going to make it look dry yes yeah I agree I also think that from a yeah from a dryness crepiness perspective it didn't dry out my under eyes it didn't like make my concealer extra liney or creasy mm-hmm. or anything like that it just is if sits so flat on the skin that it really doesn't impact like the layering of other products which is very nice it's I also polar hmm. opposite of a Bobbi Brown corrector that's it it is the polar opposite because I'm used to using correctors that have so much viscosity to them that they sit like a thick layer like like an oily Mm -hmm. oil-based thing yeah the Becca under eye corrector is one Mm -hmm. that's a really nice color for me very brightening a nice pink one which works Mm -hmm. better for my very blue in a corner but far out you have to set whatever you put on top of that because it just doesn't layer nicely I don't personally think and I think maybe if you had if you were younger more youthful less creases it would be totally fine or if you don't mind having that beaming bright under eye that you can just pat out if you get a little bit creasy that's totally fine I think it would move you could pat it all day and it would continue to decrease yes Uh, but this one is more fuss free I would say yeah. I also think it's would be super, not that I've tried it, mm. um, super friendly to using on a mature under eye because you can use the tiniest dot and it's like surely it spreads so much that it can't look heavy under a mature eye because the product is so light. 
Yeah, I agree. Apparently, according to the claims, it also makes makeup sweat proof, which is interesting, especially if it, I know that people get sweaty under eyes. I know that that's a thing. Mm. So that is an interesting claim. And I like that on the Mecca website, because we've thought about this as a segment at some point in time, it says that that claim makes makeup sweat proof is based on a three-day clinical study of 35 women. Interesting. Yeah. Really, a we- it's such a weird claim, but very interesting. Yeah, no, agreed. Menopause and safe. Yeah, well, that's probably true. Mm. Yep. Um, I would say best applied with fingers. Would you? Yeah. Or yep. potentially a beauty blender. I feel like it would have that bop outable ability, but I'd like dot it on with the wand first. I reckon it would get sucked up, like taken away too yeah. sheer by the yeah. beauty blender, maybe. I agree. I, I like the fingers for under eyes pretty much all the time anyway. Same. well I think that's kind of all we have to say about it yeah I think this is a tricky one to rate because as someone that has already found the concealer that I really like under my eyes in a pinky tone it's like I'm not going to necessarily rush out and buy this Mm. but I also like strong recommend it to everyone and like could easily pop each shade in my kit so I'm really struggling on what letter grade to give this. What are you thinking? I feel kind of the same in that I don't feel for me it's a necessary product to have in my life, which makes it hard to rate because it's yeah. not going to like fit so seamlessly into my everyday makeup routine. Like I think I could happily go a day without it and I wouldn't be like miserable in the way that I look. Yeah. So it's an add-on. It's an added extra. It's a plus one to my mm-hmm. makeup collection. I would say, based on its claims and how it works, I think price point is great, application is great, the consistency of the product is great. The only thing for me that I would say is not quite 100% might be the tone or the shade, which I imagine they will expand one day. So I feel like I'm going to give it a B plus or an A. I'm going to give it a B plus Mm. for myself Mm. and I'm going to give it a strong recommend to other people that perhaps – are venturing into a corrector for the first time or haven't found their right under eye concealer yet or things like that, I think keep in mind for you it could be a strong game changer in your routine and it's something that other people could definitely rate an A. Yeah. It's just that I have already got things that I use that sort of make it redundant in my routine right now. Yes. I tend to agree. Yeah, it's a really good product and based on all of its claims, it definitely ticks all of the boxes and I think that that's really important and yeah. the right person, it's going to be a great I think product. so too and I have a feeling like if I was working as a makeup artist, if I was still in store at Mecca, it's one of those things that would just be such a game changer when you have a, a client come in who needs brightening or has never used anything to brighten their under eyes before. Maybe they don't, they haven't identified that they need brightening, but you want to make them feel extra special for their makeup application. This is the thing that would like knock their socks off that they would be like, wow, I've never seen my eyes look like this before. Also, they come in to buy their NARS custard concealer and you say, have you tried the radiant corrector? Oh my God, it works so beautifully with that because it cancels out all of the darkness. So then when you put your concealer on, it's really brightening or whatnot. Yeah. And then you put both of them on and instead of me just selling honey to everyone every time because it did both, you sold two products and you've changed someone's life and it feels great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I also like the fact that you can use this for its intended purpose and then use your concealer to brighten on top. Like I like mm. the fact that it it does the job of the correcting and you're not using it to brighten at the same time, if that no, makes sense. I totally agree. So yeah. for me, I always say that I like a concealer that's just pink because – I go for something that's my skin tone. Mm. But if you like a bright under eye, 
better bright under eye turns you ashy, mm-hmm. then you need to do two separate products because one is going to be the color of your skin, to- like the depth of your skin tone pink, and one's going to be lighter and brighter. Yep. So it does have a purpose, definitely. You don't, you can't always execute it with one product. And yeah, it's great. Good. Well, I think we're in agreement then. B plus. Yep. B plus a, all around. A B plus. A strong B plus. A strong B plus with a strong recommend, great product slogan. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening i hope this was useful i feel like this is a product that people will be looking to buy so this is probably a review that will be i guess like well received or like people will actually listen to it which is great and we will speak to you again on monday i hope anyone that's in lockdown is doing okay same and next week we're probably going to be trialing the Ilya foundation it looks like based upon you guys's yeah your requests on instagram so thanks for that And we'll get to Aero Perez at some point, just not next week. Bye. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.